It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, headline of questions forthcoming. Hang in there. I'm sure there's a, a bevy of questions about basketball. No, no, no. I can overlook a few of those if we have to, guys. Uh, but uh, I should note before we get started, Gang's all here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold on a second, guys, as we get the hour started. Yet another option for those of you that like many options. Same great Seminole Headlines front of the shirt. By the way, that's the down there at the bottom of the score. And it's, yeah, that's the back. That is. That's the, that's back. the back. Well, it's still. Hold on. FSU 63, Maryland nothing. The front is the famed. Corey, I think Maryland could be a problem. Corey Clark's famous last words. Famed quote there. And uh, we yelled at each other that day. It wasn't the first time, and it wouldn't be the last. We it was the last other. time I was wrong. <laughs> it was the last time I was wrong. Uh, uh, so that is an option as well. And well, there'll be more. There'll be more as we roll them out. But there you go. Ira, how do they get them? Well, you can get them at SeminoleHeadlines.Shopify.com. But also, we got to talk about Dr. Birch. Birch going that direction. I wasn't going to move bad. on I feel like beyond. We're impeding on uh, Dr. Birch Dr. can Birch wait a second. Time. We're selling some shirts here. She gets Settle it. down. Dr. Dr. Birch. Birch, you can handle this. Hang in there. Uh, yeah, speaking of which, Birch Orthodontics, which coincidentally always seems like this is true, but it is true. Tomorrow I will see Dr. Birch at 8 a.m., so I'm not going to do anything to make her mad. It's early in the morning, plus I don't want her to be mad. Uh, but we got we to gotta fix uh, one of the springs or whatever it is, one of the wires. Right, right, uh, right. Just broke yesterday, and we made an emergency appointment. They hooked us up. We'll be in there tomorrow morning. Great take customer. her a shirt. Get her a shirt in there. Take her oh, a shirt. There, you go. there it is. I mean, yeah. she pays us for it, but you need a smaller. You need a smaller. That I would be a nightgown for Dr. Birch. Yeah, I don't know if I have a small. Yeah, Dr. Birch isn't. She's tiny. She, she's not the tallest, <laughs> um, but uh, but we love her the same, and she does tremendous work for uh, the, the local community. And one of the things that we're going to be talking about more, as we talked about during this year, is as part of her, her celebration, her anniversary, her Birch Orthodontics, is she's going to be giving back to several charities and organizing events to, to uh, give back to the community. And we'll, yeah. we'll be uh, helping promote those as well. But uh, if you want information about Birch Orthodontics, if any of your kids or, or family members need any orthodontic work, birchorthodontics.com is the website, B-U-R-C-H. And they have free consultations, payment plans, the best b- best in the business, great quality work, and great customer service. Without question. If you have an issue with your uh, braces. Dr. Birch is the best. And her staff is also awesome. Steve writes, gentlemen. Thanks for the updated shirts. I love the new logo. Any new updates on the ACC going to a different revenue sharing model? I saw something on a Clemson website that seemed to think that many within the conference would accept that. True or is that fiction? That's from Steve. Uh, it's true. I'm, I was kind of surprised. Clemson's athletic director, um, Neff, I can't remember his first name. Uh, he's only been there a couple of years. He, uh, he actually confirmed that it's something that we had been told i had heard from people at fsu that it's something that fsu clemson and maybe one or two other schools have been schools pushing to bother to make money for this to, conference yes to the acc is look we need to at least look at changing the revenue sharing model the acc for is since eternity i guess has always done equal shares for everybody and uh you know some conferences have tried to do uneven sharing the big, big 12, 12 did it and it failed failed they didn't other schools didn't love the idea that texas was getting a lot more money than everybody else but they at least want to explore it. From what I understand, there's been a committee that's looking at it, trying to figure out the way to do it. One of the tricks to doing that, though, is you can't just say, okay, Clemson and Florida State get the most eyeballs. 
So you're getting the most money because what if you go through a stretch like Florida State did these last few years where you stink on the field? Tough luck. Still got to pass. <laughs> you can't be giving Florida State way more mo- money. Yeah, People watch us go four and eight before they'd watch a, a 12 and 0 <laughs> 11, uh, Wake Forest. 11 play win anybody. Wake Forest. Yeah, team. I don't care. So anyway, they're trying to figure that. I think they're trying to come out with a way. But yeah, no, they. I think they discussed it this past weekend. I don't think anything's close to an announcement about whether or not they're going to do it. I think if they do it, it's just a way to try to appease some of these schools that are certainly not happy and, and may want to explore their options whenever that time could come. Just- and I think the the problem with the Big Twelve, right, was it was one team that went and got its own network. And you know, Oklahoma feels even to Texas, equal, more than equal than Texas. Uh, hey, Corey. Get a hold of yourself. Oklahoma has owned Texas for the better what part. What I'm of saying, the- but in revenue sharing, it's like, what, what do you what do you mean Texas is going to make twice as much as we do? That's ridiculous. Um, yeah. If Florida State and Clemson go at it together, if they go at it together, Florida State and Clemson, I, I just don't know how Wake Forest and Boston College could argue any merits of that at all. Boston College again, it's time to <laughs> contract. My favorite part about this is Corey makes a point to make a point. It's like he's going to deliver a punch. He's going to take a punch to deliver a punch. It's like, I'll say this thing that's true, but I got to get this shot in at Boston College before I'm done here. Get that no, shot it's just it. They don't, they don't make any money for this conference. They never have. Um, they, they deserve no money. They deserve be, zero money. They had that ACC meeting this past weekend in Charlotte. It would have been great if Corey just walked in, and like went, barged in like Stone Cold. Boston Steve College Austin, just started beating the hell out of him. He looks like now just – no, just – like points to the BC athletic director and just points to the door. <laughs> yeah. And he, I don't have to say anything. I don't have to say anything. Uh, Austin writes, why would an NFL team want Bryce Young in the first round, but not Jordan Travis? Well, I, I like Jordan Travis. I think Bryce Young has uh, had the better career and is the more talented player. But I see your concerns uh, because Bryce Young is, I don't know, slight to say the least. Uh, and I have those same concerns uh, that are similar to the concerns anybody would have drafting Jordan Travis. So if that's your point, yeah, I, I'm worried they're both going to get broken in half uh, in the NFL. Uh, but but Bryce Young is is a sick talent. Um, but don't you think? I mean, Corey also like the Bryce Young running running is if Jordan Travis is successful as an NFL coach, running is going to or an NFL quarterback running is going to be part of it. Yeah. Whereas I don't think Bryce Young. I don't think that has to be. So that's where I think the durability. Yeah, I think comes. Bryce Young had something like 110 yards rushing this year. Like that's not what he does. It is part. Now Jordan Travis was much better in the pocket right. than we ever imagined he could be. He's a, he's a true pocket passer. He could be, but he's always going to have some athleticism to go along with that. Like part of his deal is the dual threat nature. But look so around great. college football. Look around the NFL, man. It's it's a lot of dual threats out there now. It's just they're a little bigger than him. A lot yeah, bigger. and the thing with Jordan is that when we talk about his running ability, it's not because he can't throw. But it's such a great weapon that how would you not use it? So well, they it's great would to use, to use yeah, it. in college. And, and you would want that to be a part of anything that you're drafting. You're absolutely right. But he is, and I brought this up yesterday. People do this. It's kind of lazy. Like, oh, well, look at Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Jalen Hurts squats 600-plus pounds. A little and, yeah, a little bit different. They don't look anything alike. Uh, Joel writes, hello, gentlemen. Congratulations to two-time Super Bowl champion Derek Nottie. You think when Leonard retires that FSU basketball will make a splash higher? Yeah, I, I do. I think whenever that happens. Um, this is an interesting point. You and I were talking about this off the air. Please elaborate. I like this. I think that the listeners will find this interesting as well. Well, I mean, I just think that if you just look at what Michael Alford's done as athletic director uh, and, and, his, and his career, you know, when he was at Central Michigan before he came to Florida State, he hired Jim McElwain. Uh, and Jim McElwain didn't bathe himself in glory. At Florida, he bathed himself in sharks 
It's at uh, University yeah. of Florida. <laughs> but but he, he was a big name. I mean, he had been a coordinator at Alabama. I mean, he's a big name coach, and he got him at Central Michigan. He Michael Alford is going to want to make big-time hires. He's not aiming for the cheap hire. He's not trying to uncover the hidden gem. He went out when, when Mark Recorian left. He went and got the SEC Coach of the Year in Brian Penske. When um, Mike, you know, Mike Martin Jr. wasn't doing well in baseball, he went and got Link Jarrett, who had his team knocking off Tennessee in a Super Regional and going to the World Series. He's going to go get the big hire. So, so I don't know who it would be. I would love it to be Dennis Gates or CY, Charlton Young. I mean, the guys who were here before and, and helped build this program to what it is. I don't know that Dennis Gates is going to be an option because he's making he's going to be making big money after the season. He had a great first year. Missouri loves basketball. They've got a guy who is going to be the bell of the ball when it comes to young coaches, and I don't think they're going to let him walk away for, for not they a lot of money. They money to pay yeah. him, too. Yeah, so, so, so he has I no reason to leave. That, to me, is a hard get, uh, you know, some people debate whether or not Charlton Young's the, the best pick. I love Charlton Young. I think he would do a great job. But uh, whoever it is, I think one thing that might hurt him is I think let, I think Mike Alford will look to make a big time hire. Yeah, and, and, and I don't know that he would fit, fit that criteria. Who is right? though? That's that. When you look around, like Florida, they're la- and they're a better basketball tradition than Florida State and have more money. It's not like they went out and got, you know superstars as their net. Like Mike White was an up and coming guy, but didn't they get him from Louisiana Tech? And yeah. then. Who did they get the the guy to replace Mike White? I, I don't even know who who, who he is. Uh, where'd he come from? A young guy. Um, yeah, and he's a young like, guy from like a, a darling NCAA tournament school. I think right. Like I hey, think Chris that's Beard, the route you go. Oh, oh get yeah, your boy Chris that's, Beard. He's been fired from Texas. Bring him on in. That would be a splash hire, man. That guy can coach now. He can coach. There's a lot of good assistants out there. I mean, you know, again, are they going to get somebody who's a, a sitting Power Five coach? Probably not. But you know, I do think he's going to try to get somebody that's going to get people in the seats. And yeah, kind of give yeah. excitement, but again, the job is still under Hamilton's, uh, and so we'll see. You know, <laughs> this could be two or three years down the road, uh, but but I don't think it's going to be a, a. I don't think you're going to see a lack of investment into basketball, no matter who's the head coach is. Greg writes: If for some reason your favorite Major League Baseball team teams for the three of us, Pirates, Orioles, and Braves, were to be contracted, who would you root for? Well, that's easy for me. The Rays. I already root for the Rays, not on par with the Pirates, but uh, I'm from down there, and when they got a team. For years, we were waiting for them to get a team. When they finally did, it's it's easy for me to pull for the uh, hometown team there. I'd root for the Rays. How about you, Corey? Who's your second baseball team? You know what? Uh, I think I would go with the Pirates. Nice, nice. You've never said that. You've never admitted that to me. You've never said that you had any inkling of uh, uh, of love or, or, or passion for the Pirates, buddy. Oh, we're no, I don't. I don't at all. Uh, right. It's just that I like you, and I want oh, to see you happy. Oh, Tim Lenefeld, I want to see him happy. Uh, well, not the Orioles because I hate their owner. Uh, but I mean, I don't like the Pirates zone either. So never mind. I'm going to go with the Rays. There you go. The Rays who do a lot more with a lot less every single year is an yeah. easy choice. I go with the Braves. There but they were no. Are decide. they all contracted? They're all three contracted. Well, no, 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 no. That wasn't the that uh, wasn't the question. One of the three yeah. is contracted. Right. If they're all contracted, I, root for the I don't Marlins. know, man. If they're all contracted. Root for the Marlins. Let's go back to not watching baseball. Again. No, you'd root for the Marlins. Los Marlins. Yeah. No. Let's go Marlins. Uh, who else? Anybody else you like? I mean, the Nationals, a lot of Baltimore people, that area, a lot of people yeah. will support the I, Nationals. I thought you might go there. Might, might, might consider them. I will say I, this. Uh, it was, I had a lot of, probably too much because the karma is going to get me, but thinking about Phillies fans losing a World Series and a Super Bowl in the span of like three months, 
pretty big smile on my face on Sunday night watching them lose the heart. Matthews like here, you do realize he's diehard all things Philadelphia. And he ain't laughing. Man, that must suck. It must have been a tough Sunday for him. I would I wouldn't know what to do with myself if my team collapsed in a Super Bowl like that. <laughs> Good grief. That's By the way, Renegade Road Apples, you are insane. The Pirates, Robert Nutting, is the worst owner in baseball. It's not close. You can't throw the Rays he out there. He does not care at all about the product. He doesn't care at all. <laughs> He's like, we're going to spend $7 on this year's salary, and you're going to suck it. And Nagowski's, Nagowski's our cleanup hitter. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Look at what that owner has done to that proud franchise. I, I'm not even kidding. I hate to admit this, but I'm all about being honest on the show. If he, if he were to be harmed in some capacity today – it would not upset me. Like, if I read an awful story that somebody, I don't know, carjacking, something happened, I really wouldn't be that upset. I Screw like, that guy forever. I feel he's underrated, man. I feel like he's underappreciated. I, I like what he's yeah. done with that, that, <laughs> that franchise. The because, bitterness, because of your head-to-head loss in the World Series yeah. against the Pirates, linger 43 years ago. Five years. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, that is uh, – that I, I can't do it. Uh, Robert Nutting. Damn that piece of crap. All right, here we go. Uh, if we could change one play from the last 35 years to most benefit FSU, what play would that be? That's from Jared. Oh, uh, I got to do the quick math, right? What was the last wide right? All the wide rights. Uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, Not all of them. They all, they all work the same. I would say the 92 wide right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, there are multiple plays that you would point to that one being the most difficult because it's against an arch rival uh, that would you would have won the national championship had that yeah, not happened. Yeah. I think 90, 92, 92 beats Alabama, Mexico, by the way, uh, the pass to Jacques Green is uh, is hurtful there because Florida State's the much better team. They were terribly coached on that day. Uh, Bobby and staff were awful and they lost that game to that Florida team. And that uh, that one hurts. So that 97 game. I think 92, just because I think if you tie that game, you get to play Alabama. I think Charlie Ward in the shotgun beats Alabama in 92, and then you win back-to-back national championships. The 97 one is a good one, too. It's just I think you would have split the national championship with Michigan. But you probably would have won a share of the 97 one, too. I'm going to take the worst of Dalvin's fumbles in the Oregon game, just because I feel like if Florida State wins that game, they're going to win back-to-back national championships. And who knows what happens from there. Maybe Jimbo stays in a good mood. Maybe things go a different direction. But it would have been cool for that team to win two national titles. I thought they were the best team in the country. I thought they were way better in Oregon until they started fumbling the ball. And then also a sneaky, uh, long-forgotten play is Jameis not getting in from the half-yard line when his knee oh, was down on fourth play. down. Yeah, and he may sense. have gotten in. Uh, yeah, we think he did get in, by the way. But then they didn't they hurry up to run the next play? Yeah, and No, no, there was fourth down, and they reversed it. down. Also, yeah. if Jalen Ramsey makes the pick, that's a pick six. Yeah. A lot of plays in that game that could see that thing lopsided the other way. Um, yeah, very, very frustrating. Okay. That was a fun exercise, guys. Let's do that again. <laughs> Gentlemen and Jeff, this is from Asheville, Noel. First, thanks for the great content and banter. It helps keep us connected to the mothership up here in the mountains. With the state removing the NIL guardrails, what is FSU doing in response to the state rescinding that law? Some schools have NIL directors in place. Yeah, which has been interesting. It, it has been. I think Florida has a position like that, which is strange when they didn't have a way to actually be part of that process. But yeah. who knows? <laughs> who knows what's going on down there? Uh, I think, look, all the schools are happy about it. They all want that that rule to go away. 
They want to be able to take part in it. I think you're going to see more activity uh, in that regard in terms of the coaching staffs at Florida State being more involved in that process. Uh, So it's a good thing. They're they're definitely poised for it to go away, and uh, they're ready for that change. I I mean, Corey, did you want to add? No? Nothing. No. I nailed it. I nailed it. I think you did, too. And on that note, Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in just a moment. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. It's a new year, new you, so give yourself a fresh start with my bookie. Whether you bet to earn or to make the games more exciting, my bookie gives you the most for your money with a redesigned deposit bonus. Just use promo code WARCHANT on a deposit of $50 or more to receive a cash bonus instantly your MyBookie account using this bonus is simple, but your deposit amount just once. Bet your deposit amount just once. There it is, guys. I screwed it up. How about that? The pressure was too much. I can feel Ira. He's right here. He's right here. Then you're ready to cash out. No strings attached with MyBookie. Bet on the NFL, UFC, or play for a share of big cash prizes. In the weekly online blackjack tournaments with so many brands to choose from, you get a platform that makes it simple to bet and win like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. My bookie. Oh, we butchered it, boys. Just disappointed. Off Just disappointed. I feel so bad. I think the message. Yeah, I know. Sorry, guys. I'll do my best to read this one without much of a problem. Michael writes, what the hell am I supposed to do until the Masters? FSU baseball, give me strength. Mm. Hashtag average ass headliner. Well, FSU baseball begins this Friday. It does. James Madison in town, Corey. You can I be know, back- man. I know. Who's on the mound for the for the Knowles, Ira? Do we know yet? Who's getting that Friday night start? Tomorrow, I talk to Link Jack, uh, Jarrett for a long form. So uh, we'll, I'll, I'll find that answer. Grill him. Yeah. Don't let him off the hook. Yeah. Corey, anything else that you want me to pepper him with? Uh, any, any kind of question that uh, put him on the spot? Well, I mean, does he want to be a spokesman for registers? I mean, it's just a perfect marriage with that name. Um, obviously, we get all the money, but he could help us out with the with sponsoring registers with the name Link. I yeah, like it. and it would really kind of kickstart the Beat the Sausages campaign. Uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, Beat the Links. I, I mean, it it's all coming cool. together, gang. Yeah, I like it. Uh, David writes, we all agree that Mickey Andrews needs to be honored by FSU. Yes, we do. Yes. Given that we play North Alabama, and Mickey was head coach there for four seasons, seems like a no-brainer to combine the two. Your thoughts? Agreed, David. Uh, wholeheartedly. Don't we all agree on that? Yeah. Fine yes, idea. What would you do? What's the uh, not just have them out to wave to people? I, I, make something long lasting and permanent for the man. I would race him. Mm. For the halftime oh. entertainment. Me and Mickey are going to race. I think I got okay. it. And well, from there, we unveil whatever cool statue that we're giving Mickey Andrews. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, like, you know, how, like Florida had the Mister Two Bits guy that would come out and lead a cheer. Mm-hmm. Like, you have somebody come out to every game, like. Like and pretend to be Mickey Andrews and just like dog cuss somebody in the oh, stands. Oh, and and you're allowed to say it's almost like Don Rickles. You can get really personal <laughs> and yeah, you go back to the '60s with that. Yeah, yeah, you're allowed, and everybody has to give it a pass. That's just the way it was. <laughs> yeah, that's Mickey. Mickey. Just, Mickey Andrews. just a different time. It's just uh, different time, guys. That's a great idea uh, that it coincides with North Alabama. Yes, I would. I would love for one of the roads to be named or a statue or n- rename the football practice fields or something, uh, but. I don't control anything. Maybe give him a spot on the baseball video board. Just a permanent, hey, Mickey. Bring together all of Corey's pet causes. By the way, 
I, I would tell you, Corey, that that would be the biggest and most noticeable commitment to Mickey Andrews ever given because once you're, I mean, that thing, you can see it for miles. It takes yeah. up most of the scoreboard in places where there could be stats or interesting tidbits about the player or the game yeah. itself. No, just, just giant pictures. And then yeah. time of day. In time of day, yes, it does say time. It has a clock, and above it, it says time of day. Watch, or it means well, it has a clock, time. and then it says yeah. time of day above it. Yeah, I like that. because what else could it be? What else could it be if it says seven fourteen? It says Noel, time of day above it. Noel Tiggity wants to just say that uh, I can't believe. I love that your daughter did this. Talking about the simple headlines yeah. design, so well done, Ira. I know you're proud. We are. Good job, Alexa. Yeah, good job, Alexa. She's going to get money off the shirt, so we're all happy. Get to ordering, people. Uh, we need to talk, right? What does the trio of love dislike the most about the football season? That's kind of an interesting question. The upcoming football season? You no, know, just football season in general. Like, what do we dislike about it? Not getting to watch the other games as much. That is the number one answer for anybody that works in sport. It was covering that sport. You are missing the other games that are being played simultaneously. And we're all fans of the sport. So, yeah. That was the only nice thing about this season, having the Friday night and Sunday night games, was we did get some cool Saturdays Mm -hmm. to just watch games. Uh, But that's a small price to pay, man. We get get paid to watch college football. You can't prattle on too long about the things that you don't like because you sound ungrateful and we do here's another thing the the food they feed us isn't even great the free food (laughs) and another that's what uh when when i went to springsteen a couple weeks ago some of the uh, a lot of uh sports writers around the state were in tampa for that concert yeah weird weird what a a guy from a newspaper in jacksonville goes so is every sports writer in in florida at this concert and then I responded, and he said, he goes, are they giving away free food in the press box? I was like, yeah, they probably, we'd all be complaining about it. Timmy writes, <laughs> if Alford waited till the end of next season to pay raise Coach Norvell, especially if we win the ACC and maybe make the playoffs, will it be? Will it have been even harder to keep him at FSU? Uh, well, so he's got the pay raise. We're good. We don't have to worry about it. So a hypothetical. Would it have been more difficult? Yeah, because I think Corey brought up the, the idea that maybe, like, why? what was the rush? You could have maybe waited till next year. Yeah, but then Gene had a good counter. Is like, well, if you say no to him now, maybe there's some friction there. And when he wins you a championship and somebody else comes calling, the loyalty isn't maybe what it would be now because you've you've locked him up, well, until 2029. But yeah, I mean, look, if he wins a that 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 eight number is probably going up if he wins a championship of any kind this year, don't you think? I would say that. Like, I, well, I don't know about an AC championship, but I think a national championship. Oh, without but question. I think oh, any well, coach yeah. that wins a national championship, that's what's going to happen. But I think just having another really good season, they're not going to have to renegotiate, I don't think. Now, again, our views are skewed a little bit by the Jimbo era because, like, every year it was somebody's calling, somebody's got a job opening, so Florida State's got to pay him more. He also – he doesn't seem like an NFL guy, does he? I just can't – I love Norvell. That that shtick wouldn't work in the NFL. I, I shouldn't call it a shtick. That's dismissive uh, and degrading. But uh, he, would, he would have to take a different approach. Yeah, Rod yeah. Rod doesn't work in the NFL is your point. Yes, correct. Although you say that, but, man, I look at the guy at the Dolphins, and I'm, if you told me – Ten years ago, that would be the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. That guy's uh, awesome, by the way. I love. Him. But you, you know hilarious. what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta like, win if, when if you're they him. win. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you gotta win when you're him. If you're a nerdy guy that never yeah. played it down, you better win, and then it works. Yeah. Uh, I will say this: I I don't think that Norvell's a, an NFL guy, 
but I could see it maybe possibly more than I could have with Jimbo. Like Jimbo, I never could have saw. And Jimbo admitted he didn't want to do it. And yet I always thought that it was in his best interest to go be an OC in the NFL. Right. Because then all you do is football. Take the personal you, you stuff don't out have of to it. Do, yeah, these guys get to practice it all day, every day, study. It's their job. They're paid millions to do so. And you get to call the plays. And you don't uh -huh. have to do all that other stuff. I always thought that's what he should have done. And he certainly knew enough uh, that, he, that he could have done it. Noel Dad writes, instead of the Whataburger trivia between quarters or during timeouts, play audio from various Mickey Andrews locker room tirades. Yeah, that was I, the, the better Mickey Andrews uh, audio is just what you got on a daily basis of practice. practice. I, that, I was fortunate enough to break into this business at a time where we could go to those practices and listen to Mickey Andrews say things that you could never say now, and they were always hilarious. And the true testament to Mickey Andrews' greatness beyond the defenses that he put on the field was the fact that those players – None of them ever wanted to fight him because they all knew it came from a place of love. And some of those things that came from a place of love were hateful, hateful things. It's hard. And some of those stories you've heard, it's hard to think, man, he really does love me. That's what a <laughs> loving person says. I mean, it is hard to imagine, but I would imagine it's also like being, you know, joked upon by Don Rickles like that. They yeah. all loved it. They loved it. Like, please bring it. You know, it's like a roast on, on a daily basis at practice with Mickey's comments. Uh, is the battle's end our only hope to compete while we remain in the ACC and endure the financials inequalities therein? Uh, Chris, I don't know if they're the only uh, means by which Florida State can compete, but certainly they're helpful. Uh, any collective, in this case, battle's end, uh, that is willing to pony up to, for roster retention and to give you a fighting chance to win battles over players, then, yeah, man, that's they're, they're paramount to the success of your program, period. Yeah, I think the combination of all the things that – you got a lot of things working together. You have the NIL side. You've got the push for uneven revenue sharing. You've got things Florida State's trying to do to raise more money. All those things are kind of working together to just tide you over until you ever get to wherever the other side the is. The super conference happens and you've been yeah. welcomed in and we're moving the hell up out of here until that happens. Yeah. Do you sell Boston College on the notion that if you give up half your revenue to Florida State and Clemson, it's better for the conference? You're doing nothing. It's better for the conference. And then in the... The in five years you'll be making more money because they're bet they've raised the level of the conference with you know actually winning games and and being marquee teams. Any any chance of that at all? Being able to compete with the SEC, you've got two programs that can really compete with the SEC um, from a fan point stand and, and money. Can you can that would that help Boston College be okay with it? Even when it is plainly obvious that this is the course of action. How many times have you ever met somebody who was an employee that liked it when a boss approached them about taking half the money they were currently made? <laughs> hey, hey, listen, we're, we're playing the long name, game here, Charlie. Name the long time game. ever happened in a place where you've been employed, where well, the slapstick that does nothing on a daily basis, and we all know it, he knows yeah, it deep down yeah, inside, yeah. is finally approached about his salary being too much. Nobody takes that well. That'll never happen. And honestly, I don't think Boston College is the problem because they know they're not putting anything into athletics. I think they you've got a better chance with them of, of going along they're with going, it. Okay. The, a school that's a big problem is Wake Forest. Yes. Wake Forest is putting money into it now. They're yeah. paying their coaches. They've invested in facilities, and they've won. So you're going to tell them you're taking away their money? Yes. yes. Yep. 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 Well, that's, that's, that's a tougher. It's a so, tough sell, absolutely, but it's a, it's a sell that needs to be made one way or the other. How about just Jim Phillips is from Chicago? Like he can't pull some gangster stuff here. No, apparently you saw the ACC kick off. That's <laughs> the least gangster thing that's ever been. <laughs> I was offended for him. 
Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. Let's keep it rolling, boys. We've got another question here. I'm just plowing through these Twitter questions. That's what I like to hear. Just, just so you know. I think I felt there was a higher quality. You thought you yeah. think so? <laughs> well, there were only 10 Facebook questions. I think, Corey, were you a little late? A little bit. Not too late, though. Not okay. too late. I, I had a like 930. That's not crazy. I was done it at midnight before. Was it like 930 at night or a.m. Yeah. this morning? A. Was you... <laughs> okay. Uh, Brad wants to know whether we think Mahomes will catch Brady in Super Bowl titles. No, I don't think anybody will. Not in our lifetime. How many does Brady have? Seven. He won seven. He went to 10. <laughs> he won seven and went to 10. Nobody's going to catch him. Uh, but Mahomes is spectacular. Let me ask you guys this. I, not that we're uh, Patriot headlines. But I heard a uh, podcast recently with a Boston, longtime Boston radio guy, and he was saying that that you know there was always the debate between Belichick and Brady, and like now it's pretty clear that it was Brady. Right? Do we? Is that commonly? I, I think to? it's it's always kind of a bit unfair, but yeah, I mean players. I tend to side with players <laughs> more if you're a transcendent player. And he's a transcendent player at the most important position. On the yeah, I mean, team. even Phil Jackson went and had success, but with Shaq and Kobe. Yeah, it helped. It's like, uh, I mean, it's like Andy Reid before Mahomes. That's probably what Be- yeah. Bill Belichick would have been without Brady. He would have still yeah, been a very good head coach. He's still a good coach. There's no doubt. Uh, the difference is, obviously, Belichick's a defensive-minded coach. Uh, but, yeah, man, I mean, when you have the greatest freaking quarterback to ever live, it's helpful. Uh, Mahomes is pretty special. It would be interesting if Mahomes is physical – yeah, abilities he, get you know as you get older depleted that, that that might be a little tough not that he's not a great passer but but that is a little x factor yeah i love watching him I, I remember thinking um that we were in trouble as we began to see the peyton mannings of the world uh retire and, and we figured yeah. at that time tom brady would be and ben roethlisberger did and others i remember thinking man i wonder where this is going but there's a lot of really really good young quarterbacks great young quarterbacks and he's chief amongst them jalen hurts by the way who would have saw that coming i mean that's uh, that's great even, although wait. I mean, I don't. I don't think he was hit. Was that the worst hail mary throw in history? <laughs> I, I think it. I think it slipped out of his hand, didn't it? Yeah, it slipped it, out of his it, hand. It's it slipped. But at the time that I saw it, I thought, "We got to do better than that." Yeah. <laughs> does he see somebody open at the twenty-eight? <laughs> Is this a new wrinkle? I'm gonna hit that crosser. Yeah, trying- hit that crossing route on the last play. <laughs> oh, Sean writes. What's it going to take to get a headlines after dark? Or at least a headliner's classic game recap watch party. We need to do it, guys. We need it needs to happen. Here's the problem. We have the technology now. We're done. Mm-hmm. We've done watch, Can we put it behind a paywall and not because I want to make money off of it, but you understand that here's the problem with this because Tom and I did oh, being able to just Yeah, everybody say gets that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I did a belly and up podcast where Tom and I talked about it openly and honestly, like we would at a bar. The problem is like that sound clip of you dropping an F-bomb whenever you want is circulated pretty quickly on the main boards <laughs> or wherever it is that, you know, so it's kind of an issue. I think, I think it's kind of an issue. I don't know. I would be willing to do it. I'm not afraid. I'm not easily offended. Nothing really bothers me all that much. I think the three of us would do a fine job with that. But yeah. I mean, the, the brand might take a bit of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Maybe not associated with War Chant. Yeah, the brand might take a bit of a hit. Uh, so anyhow, maybe maybe that watch party will be happening too. Maybe a live version of it where we just say whatever and we tell everybody that walks into the joint, hey, here's the deal. 
Are you guys doing the listener appreciation thing? Because it didn't happen in the fall. Are you guys doing it in the spring? Well, we, we have we, a plan. We're, we're trying what's to, going on here. We're trying to center it around the upcoming golf tournament, which we have not announced yet, oh. but we will be doing that again this year. All right. You had a good time at the golf tournament yeah, last year. Yeah, good time. We had a great time. Yeah. You should was make that first. coincide with the spring game. Uh, Corey, we're trying to work around here, do some, some things. This has been discussed. There are a lot mm. of things that we, we're going to try to get done, but. Um, you know, it takes a lot of work, so I we'll see. Uh, okay. Noel Scan writes, so I know you guys don't want to talk about Taylor Swift, but what's your take on Baba Miller? Is he a bust? Is Ham playing 3D chess and trying to get him to stay? I'll hang up and listen, elite headliner. It's it's funny. Uh, that's part of the failures that Corey described this year. They've got nothing from that kid. Now, the NCAA hamstrung them with the 16 games, I understand, but, man, he looks completely lost. Doesn't exactly have a, a place right now. They can't seem to work him in in any way. I don't know if he's devoid of confidence or what, but that hasn't worked at all. It's very frustrating because he's he's going to play, I believe, in the NBA, and it would be a shame if we get zero out of him. And right now we've gotten zero. He's we did, literally we, like he's scoring zero points. Multiple we had him games. On, yeah, we had, a, we had a Zoom with Coach Hamilton this morning, and he, he was asked about him, and he actually – have a pretty good answer he he said the kids dealing with anxiety and stress right now of coming in mid-season to a team that's struggling and then trying to i think he probably felt the idea that people thought he'd be a savior of some sort and he's rushing his shot he just hasn't gotten comfortable i think the kid's a phenomenal talent to your point i mean i think he's gonna end up being a lottery pick you just like to think it you you'd see success from florida state before but yeah man it, that's the issue with a lot of these guys they've they've they're they may have a tough time keeping some of those guys for next season but watch Baba. You, when you watch Baba on the court, don't pay clearly. Don't pay attention to the production because there's nothing to watch. But the way he moves on defense and on offense, the way he moves the ball on offense, he's a really skilled passer. He's a good rebounder when he's in there. He's got to get bigger clearly. But when the ball hits his hand, it stays in his hand. He snatches it. Um, his shots are awful right now. I mean, he's, he anytime he's open for three, it seems like it's an air ball. Um, he's just he he's not playing offensively with any confidence. But the the athleticism is overwhelming. I mean, it's really, really impressive. And I kind of wish, like Corhan, I like a lot. That kid's probably going to be a pro in some capacity. Um, he can't guard any. He can't. All they do is switch the point guard on to whoever Corhan's guarding. They screen. Now he's got to guard a 6-2 point guard in the ACC. And he gets blitzed by every time because, of course, he does. I think Baba Miller playing the center position would do a much better job of guys like Florida State has had in the past of keeping guards in front of them. But then Baba gives you nothing on offense right now, so it's a tough, stuff deal. But I think he, if he stays another year, I think, I think he could take an enormous leap. I think he would. Yeah. Well, depends on what they get around him, but yeah, absolutely he could. Uh, Shane writes, "Can we please bring back straight to the limo for this season?" I'm the guy who was yelling it at the Clemson game in 2013, so I feel like I have some say in this matter, and mm -hmm. it's time. Yeah, skin in the like, game. Hey, I'm with you. I'm with you. I like the fact when whenever we do tweet it. People get behind it. People, it's not forgotten. It's still in everybody's hearts. We'll, we'll see. I mean, look, man, the there wasn't a lot of limos. There weren't a lot of limos for four or five years. This was not a prom. It was a bunch of Volkswagen bugs pulling up to the prom. Like Great now that they have guys that can make big plays and they have 60-yard and 70-yard touchdowns, it needs to come back. This is the year. Uh, we have a question, of, and this is kind of interesting, and I uh, – I don't know. I'm going to combine a couple here, but somebody asked if we think Mike Martin Jr. will ever get back into coaching, and then also what will Mike Martin's presence be at the stadium these days? 
Uh, I don't think you'll see a, a, a big presence of Mike Martin at Dick Hauser Stadium. Don't really want to get down that road, uh, if you will. Uh, and you guys know why that is. But then also, as far as Mike Martin Jr. goes, I have no idea. Uh, I have not. I'll just, for transparency's sake, I have not spoken to Mike Martin Jr. Um, recently. And so I have no idea what his intentions are. And I wish him well, but I have no idea. He might be just taking some time to be with a family because, um, yeah, that's you know, he what is, happens. He is still yeah. in town and he did have another year on his contract. So, yeah, he's you know, free to be able to he do doesn't that. have to rush into a job to like the way we would if we, if we were out of a job. Right. Right. And, and he does, you know, obviously the family's here and, you know, great family. So, um, he wants to be around them. So I, I, I think he'll get back into it. I don't know. I think I've heard some people think that maybe he'd do good in scouting or, or different different areas of baseball it's a baseball uh, lifer yeah so but uh yeah i think he'll get back into it he'll get into it in some capacity will, will he want to be a college head coach again i who knows but you you figure he's got to be a hitting coach or like iris had a scout or something work for he's got so many connections too i would think he'd definitely want to get back into it. i mean ba- he, the baseball is his life yeah scotty went on to say in that question i didn't read this part of it that he looked forward to my hauser concourse puddle reports this season but i think they're they're efforting okay the puddles, they're, they're efforting they can't all right two things so when we did the video on war champ a couple weeks ago just kind of about what what are what are things we're looking for from the first season under link jarrett and you talked about the dust on the fans oh, and yeah. the, the leaks and yeah. and uh, i actually had a message from someone who's uh very influential uh with the florida state community who uh wanted to make sure that we let you know that the fans have been Dusted. They've dusted off the fans. They dusted off the fans. Oh, buddy. There's Woo! a lot of improvements. Yeah. Uh, look, man, it's it, what this person said was look, it was embarrassing what we've let that stadium become. You think? And yeah. so I've they been are beating the damn drum for 10 years. What happened? I'm not uh, disputing that. How, and, uh, the, how are the people in a position of power just getting around to acknowledging that problem? I think maybe they hadn't really seen inside the bowels <laughs> of what all was happening. It doesn't move. So, it's there every day. So now they are, and they've made a lot of improvements. They've actually painted the uh, stairways, that whole concourse area, Corey. Like when you go up, it's all painted now. And uh, their but, answer to everything. Man, just the puddles are going to happen. New padding out there. Puddles are going to happen. What about the video board, Ira? How's that looking? They say there's going to be improvements, Corey. Uh, there were not any improvements when we were there at Fan Day, but I think they're going to unveil them this Friday for James Madison. They're shock and awe what they put on that video board on Friday against. Are James we going to get to see Wyatt Crowell three stories high or not? That's all I care about for the whole inning. For the whole inning, just a picture of Wyatt Crowell. I will tell you this: Link's attention to detail is well known. Okay. And I think that that's born out of a philosophy that, you know, the way you do anything is the way you do everything, right? So the fact that he's already gone to great lengths to add to the technological advances within the stadium to help them better guide their hitters. So you have got three different cameras views to teach through video. And then I think that, you know, any number of other things that he's talked about on the record suggests to me, Corey, that he will see the inefficiencies of said scoreboard and say, what are we doing here? What is this nonsense? Why do we have King Kong up there on the board when we could have all kinds of meaningful stats that celebrate how well this guy defends, hits, runs the bases, how great we're playing in general, just like whatever it might be, but something other than the time and gigantism. We're trying to do more here. <laughs> I, I actually saw that King Kong, the one that came out in the 77, 78, I saw, I saw it, it in the theater. Yeah, Jeff Bridges is in that, by the way. And, uh, I think they should have they should play off that theme. Like you have the thirty-five story Wyatt Crowell <laughs> and then, and then like a little a little like damsel in distress. 
like in his hand, like in his hand, he's about to squeeze her to death. And you could have model planes glued all around it. It would be, it would be an interesting. He could have, no, he would have a, he would have a James Madison hitter in his hand. He's about to squeeze him to death. Whoever the hitter is, yeah, whoever the hitter is up for James Madison. Uh, we got a question regarding baseball as it pertains to the pitching staff and what we think that will look like. We talked about this last Seminole headlines and talked a little bit about some of the options. They're not, let me just say this, just generally speaking. And again, I'm going to talk to Link tomorrow, guys. That video will be up this week. You'll hear it on the Jeff Cameron Show. It'll also be up on Warchant TV and on Warchant.com. But I'm going to do my long form tomorrow with Link. And I always love doing these things and having a discussion before the start of the season. Maybe we'll learn a little bit more about their intentions. But they're not devoid of talent. No, they've got good players, maybe not as many as they'd like, but they've got good players and some guys that haven't hit their stride yet that perhaps we think will um, this year with with some changes that were made. Sometimes, you know, new set of eyes go a long way in getting the most out of these guys. So they've got they got dudes who have stuff and they've got plenty of hitters. Carson Montgomery, one of the captains they announced the other day. They announced that. I think he was one of the captains. That's a good sign. I mean, again, man, he's. Again, when you talk about we talked about it last week, I mean he's a he's a guy that it could be a game changer if he pitches to the level for more than three innings to the level he could be. And they've got some other, yeah, they got some talent, but it's just not a lot of it was proven. Yeah. I I God, I I hold out hope because there is, I mean, you know how frustrated you've been watching those guys, and I have been too. And I, I Corey, I think I can throw you in the mix there. It's not like you would watch innings from some of these guys. I won't get specific. And you'd go, that is stuff. There's real stuff there. And then they would mentally collapse to me. Yeah. My observation oh, he, is they would mentally collapse. I think when we spoke to Carson last week, he admitted that, you know, that was one of his things he's had to work on. And I've never pitched, so I won't pretend to know what that's like to have that pressure of, okay, you're going along fine. And see, it seems to me that you'd watch guys cruise and then they'd walk a guy. Or they'd give up a double, yeah. or they hit somebody, and then out of nowhere, like, and then they give nowhere. up five straight base runners. Yeah, and how not to fall into the trap of okay, so what? That one got away from me, or I missed my spots there. Or just but a, it all is not yeah, lost a, here. A lapse of focus in the wrong situation can put two runs on the board in a second, and it did. <laughs> so you just, I mean, they, there's that's that's such a big part of pitching. It's not just about the stuff. Ryan writes, fellas, if you had to be on naked and afraid. Are you choosing the jungle, the desert, or the Arctic? I'm not going to the Arctic, but naked. Uh, as far as I, the, Corey, Corey's going to the one with the least blockage of of his. Yeah, the like, desert. I want people to see me. I don't want to be covered up by bamboo. I'm fine with that too. I was about to say the desert. I'd rather. I'm not freezing to death. I know burning's not fun either. I'm not. I can tell you. Last on that list is the jungle. I'm not going no into way a jungle. In I don't care if you give me because all the critters, man. It's yeah. wet. Oh, it's man. hot, and the critters are everywhere. Yeah, I think about that all the time. It's like every time I watch a, a movie that's uh, based in Vietnam or something like that. Not to, not to you know belittle the people who fought, but I'm saying like I couldn't do it not because of the enemy, but because of the stuff around me yeah. every night that I lay there in the rain. There's just Holy a snake, just spiders, tigers, foot snake, huge centipedes. I don't like it. <laughs> in a desert, really, you don't got to worry about what? Like Gila monsters? Is that it? Yeah, you, you see them coming from miles coming. away. Yeah, they're they're like, forever. Yeah. Look, what's that thing coming at me? Yeah. yeah. Got an hour to figure this out. So desert. <laughs> desert clearly is the answer. But you probably die quicker in the desert, maybe, because you're exposed to the sun. Well, I want to die quicker if I'm going to die. And uh, I don't want to, you know, I'm not doing the jungle because of the any number of ways that you would die. Or and that is naked and afraid's premise, right? Is most of the contestants do die? 
Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, it's it's uh you know look it's where we are as a society. But it's do like they give them water? Do they give them water? Like I, I could be on the desert as long as I got water. You can't have me out there without water. Yeah, I assume you got water and a cactus and a gila monster, and you're good. You can eat the gila monster. I'll I'm just that. not going to the jungle. Last question, Chad writes, Corey has been throwing out the viewing numbers of FSU football recently. Where would those numbers put FSU in the SEC rankings? So uh, it's a good question. The SEC, from what I could tell, doesn't do condensed games. like the. That's why I wanted to give the shout-out to the ACC. They don't do like their own network condensed games. They do highlights but not actually every play from every game. The SEC Network doesn't put that out. But I did do it with uh, Michigan uh, for the Big Ten. Now, they did, again, they were extended highlights. They weren't condensed games, but they blew Michigan out of the water. Like Michigan was getting, I think, I mean, Michigan averaged probably 90,000 views for their extended highlights. Florida State averaged 130. And now Michigan was a playoff team, so it wasn't like I picked a bad Michigan team. So, yeah, man, Florida State's right up there in YouTube views with uh, with all the big boys. By the way, before we go – uh, Brady Clark's first uh, high school baseball game in about an hour and a half. Let's go, Good Brady. Luck, Brady. Let's go, baby. Now, it's a freshman game, so let's not go crazy. It's not varsity. He's not getting a letter jacket out of it. Yeah, but, but yeah, he gets his freshman. Right so now, he's on a bus, his first away trip on a bus to, to another time. school. So that's pretty probably cool. excited. Hey, make sure that you put added pressure on him when you get to the game. Uh, tell yeah. him what's expected is uh, out of you and, and, you know, from us, too. Uh, what number is he wearing? Do you know? 22. All right. Big Emmett fan. I, I I taught him right. He's a big Emmett fan. Yeah. Tell him by the way, uh, he's dead to me if he doesn't take an extra base. Oh yeah, man. You got to stay. You got to start early. Everybody early. You said oh, you, you don't have to. You don't have to tell Brady Clark. Okay, that. No, you do not. He runs into outs <laughs> like it's his job. <laughs> okay, maybe don't say what I said. <laughs> yeah. The opposite. If you run into another out, that's it. Yeah. You tell him though if he gets hit by a pitch, charge them. Out. I mean, at least let them know what it's time. It's kind of like going to yeah. prison. You got to set, set the, the tone, tone early. Yeah, he's he wants to hold you, though. Yeah, he's All gonna, the he's other For Corey, for Ira, I'm Jeff. Thank you, Director Matthew. Go, Brady. Hit a home run. And yeah, at bat right, number right. one, we'll all celebrate. Sure, uh, sure. Be good, everybody. We'll talk to you again next week. Peace.